beginning of part two. I feel like I have quite a bit to say about the parks because, as I literally told you at the beginning of this podcast, I uh, I just went to the parks this summer. Um, so, did you go to the parks as a child? No. Have you been um, to the parks at all? Uh, so, this is just a little bit of a side note here. Uh, I didn't go on many vacations when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, when I was born, my parents just decided uh, we're done doing vacations. Um, which, That's sad. Because my, my sisters went on vacations like almost every year or mm-hmm. every other year. Then I came along and I must fuck that up. So, yeah. But I mean, I had a couple of vacations that I remember, but... I never went to uh, Disney World until the band trip. Ah. My senior year. Yes. So uh, that, I think we, yeah, we both went yes. on that one. So in we were both, as you know from our previous podcast, we were both in marching band. Yep. And that was kind of, a, at least back then, that was a tradition. That every, every couple of year, every it was four years, every four years, the marching band had an opportunity to go to uh, Disney World and march in the Disney parade that they have, where they just march through yeah. part of the uh, park. So we were. It was my senior year, your junior year, when yes. we did that. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was. I don't remember much of the actual parade. It was very, it was very short, short, I think we only did like a, we only did it for like 45 minutes. Yeah. That's the thing is that, is that we heard that and we were like, oh my God, how prestigious is that? We're going to play in the Disney world parade. Us not knowing that they literally had parades every Every day day. (laughs) at Disney world. Every day they would have bands and the one, the one day out of four years, they choose Kaleida high school. It's still a quite a cool thing. I mean, but... yeah, it was it was definitely uh, a fun. It was a fun trip, and um, for me especially because yeah. not Never... I, I I could have counted on one hand how many vacations I've gone on. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, um, it's so Florida. Let's we go. We would have went to Magic Kingdom. That's the only place we went, right? We went. Or did we go to multiple parks? <sighs> I thought. We went to multiple parks, but I guess real quick for those of you who don't know, I don't know who wouldn't know this, but there are multiple. It's all under the Walt Disney World flag, yeah. But it's like different. There's four different parks. There's Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, yep. and Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Which Animal Kingdom would have been less than ten years old by the time. We got there for the marching band. I know for a fact that I have a story about riding one of the rides. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might. Where was the Tower of Terror? Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. So we did go to Hollywood Studios. We did? Yeah. Huh. I think we went to at least 
two or three of the locations. That's crazy. Or you had like the option to go and then you just went with a different supervisor or yeah. uh, chaperone. Chaperone. Yeah. Which is basically what a supervisor is now. Yeah. But uh, a less stressed supervisor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or more, I guess, depending on the group. Yeah. So um what I remember from that trip was of course, you know, big first time being in Florida, uh, specifically going to Disney World, uh, it was definitely unique, to say the least. Um, I remember specifically there being, like, the Grinch area. Like, there was a candy, sh- like a candy shop that they had, like... You are thinking of Universal Studios. Are you sure? Yes, there is a Dr. Seuss section of Universal Studios, and there is a candy shop there. That There is a famous photo on Facebook of me and my younger brother with two very long straws that are just full of sugar yeah. from that candy shop. And uh, all of my relatives say, hey, that's the actual moment we're watching you get diabetes right now. Oh. From that giant-ass straw of sugar. That's <laughs> truly unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Just go back in time and uh, stop you from taking that yeah. straw of sugar. Yeah, exactly. Because we did, all, now that you're saying that, we did go to Universal Studios as well. Yeah, we so went. I think we went to Magic Kingdom and Universal Studios. I don't remember Animal Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Is that what it was? Magic yeah. Kingdom? I do not remember seeing like animals or anything yeah, like so that. Yeah, so we didn't go to Animal Kingdom. But if you say the Tower of Terror, then we definitely went to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. But there's no way we didn't march at Magic Kingdom. We did. So we, we went, went to Magic... three parks? We went to three or four of the parks. I don't wow. remember. We were a good-ass band. Where was the um, the mountain uh, inside roller coaster that was, like, all... With the Yeti? Like, dark. Yeah. It was dark, and then there was, like, lights and... I don't know. There's uh, a flashing light, and there's yeah. a giant Yeti a, a animatronic. Could have been. That is, I know the ride you're talking about. I want to say Universal, but I might be wrong. I want to say there was also uh, the Aerosmith ride. That is Universal. Yeah. There's just specific rides that I remember for some reason. Never meant I was wrong. That's at Disney World. Expedition Everest. Mm. That's at at Animal Kingdom. (laughs) No, we did not go to all of them. Do you remember the giant tree? In Animal Kingdom, they have a giant synthetic tree with animals okay. carved into it. Okay, maybe we did go to all of them. Did we go to all of them? Well, I know for a fact we didn't go to Epcot. <laughs> I don't think they brought any kids to Epcot. Yeah, probably not. But no, I from and I'm not trying to steal anything here. But mm-hmm. uh, what I remember from that trip specifically was one of my best friends. Uh, and his now wife, uh, who were also in band, I remember, I want to say you might have been there because we might have been in the same group, but we rode the Tower of Terror so many times because you know how when you ride those rides, they get the picture of you? Yeah. And we all decided we're all going to put our hands up for the ride, and she would just close her eyes and hold on to like the bar or hold on to him. <laughs> and I was just like, 
just take the picture just, just for five seconds put your hands up in the air you'll be fine and i think we rode this ride like nine times to try and get one picture and then like we didn't even buy the picture <laughs> you just wanted to see we it. just we just wanted to see it and then we were like yeah that's fine this was before the time of smartphones right so. where you could have just snapped it snapped i mean it. i mean you we we Probably had like the razor flip phone, yeah. But uh, those pictures on those were fucking terrible. yeah, garbage. Looked like a it's not apple like, pie. It's not like the ones now where I can just zoom in on the moon and show yeah. you where the flag is. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, but no, uh, I remember that ride. I remember the Aerosmith ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because they show you the video of like while you're in line waiting. Oh my god, Greg. Yeah. I know for a fact there is an Aerosmith-themed ride at Universal, but I think there might have been another one. It's called the Rocket Roller Coaster. That's at Universal. Okay. No, it's at fucking... Wait, what? I'm so confused right now. Did we go to Disney World? (laughs) No, we were in Alabama. Did they just bring us to some (laughs) backwoods part of the world? They're like, yep, here's the... uh, the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket Steel Roller Coaster at Universal Studios. So the Aerosmith themed roller coaster. I think there was another. There rock was and a roll gigantic themed. guitar, I believe, outside of the roller coaster. And that was, I mean, that pretty much has to be Universal because they have the Hard Rock Cafe right there. Yeah, probably. That's that's probably right. I think it's. We really should have taken more pictures. I do not I mean, remember going to that many parks at, on, at this trip. There's probably some people in my like friends list on Facebook that I could just scroll yeah. and go back to roughly 2009, 2010 when we went. And I'd probably be able to... F- I know for a fact I can find some pictures that I'm in uh, that people have like just posted, posted me in. But, uh, man, I... I'm like blanking on, cause cause you said like all of those locations, and I'm I'm gonna be the guy that's like, we went to Disney World. Um, don't know what those other places are that you said, <laughs> but we went to Disney World. Oh yeah, well, it's like all of them. Yeah, well that, that's obvious. When people say Disney World, you you're you snap to Magic Kingdom. That's like the. I think of the castle. Yeah. Yeah. Cinderella Castle, the yep. statue of Walt and Mickey and And then some people say Disneyland and I'm like, You mean Disney World? They're like, <laughs> No, Disneyland and I'm like, What the fuck's Disneyland? It's in California and I'm like, Oh, that's the other Disney well affiliated location. And then they have like Technically, Greg, if we're going to be technical, Disney World is the other because Disneyland was open way before Disney Shush. World. Don't let Walt hear you. <laughs> I hope he's listening, Walt. Good old Walt. Good old Walt. Uh, but no, you you have a more uh memorable, I guess, experience because you just went this past summer. Yes. I haven't been there in 12, 13 years, so... Well, I'm going to paint a picture for you, Greg, because like we said, we're kind of similar mm-hmm. in our love for Disney. Yeah. Um, first, I'll mention that uh, we hardly took any vacations outside of Florida when yeah. I was a kid. We went to Florida because my grandparents owned a house in Florida. Yep. So it was... We didn't have to pay for room and board. 
So we didn't go. We didn't. We never went on vacations in my family, mm-hmm. partially because we couldn't afford it, and B because my dad just really didn't love taking vacations. Gotcha. So um, my mom would always like once a year. My mom would take whatever kids were available or wanted to. Um, we would go down to Florida and we would stay at Grandma and Grandpa's for like a week, and I guess like twice in my childhood we scrounged enough money enough money up to go to a disney park because there are pictures and i that i very distinctly remember or have remember seeing of me and my siblings two older siblings um swimming outside the epcot ball so mm. i know when i was real young we went to epcot i don't remember a goddamn thing about it um and then i think we went again at some point in my childhood don't remember anything about that either um so you've definitely been to Disney World like more than five times. I will say four to five times. Four to five times. Four to five times. Two of those times I distinctly remember. Okay. Um. Because but I, I but mean, you I, you you'd been there two or three times in your childhood. I was I've been there enough that when we went this past summer, I actually knew where we were going. Gotcha. I didn't get lost in the park. Yep. Um. And. I guess real quick, real quick comment. You'll you'll learn that about me through this podcast about how I just, I thought it was normal that just everyone, no one remembers anything from before you're like seven or eight. Apparently that's not normal. Um, and I just have a the the worst fucking memory. So I, there's actually I think a, a thought process there where your consciousness of awareness. Mm-hmm doesn't get flipped on until some like it's 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 somewhere between the ages of like six and all the way up to like 10 i think yeah so like you just remember like little tiny bits and pieces Mm -hmm. before that time and then it's not until you like actually start to remember shit vividly yeah is like after that yeah that's i mean so i guess for me it would transfer to say like i remember bits and pieces from like six to ten yeah i don't remember i remember maybe two things and most of that is probably secondhand memory from people telling me it happened Mm -hmm. and then my brain since i heard someone told me something happened to me when i was four but they told me it when I was like 11. Yeah. So my brain was just like, all right, that happened. So I remember it, even though I don't really remember it. I just know it happened. So, but I, anyway, I, that's way off topic. Yeah. Adjacent topic. I, I want to agree with you there because I too have terrible memory, which mm-hmm. I think is partially the reason why I didn't mind doing this podcast. Cause it just tests my memory a little yeah. bit. Um, but I don't remember a fair amount of my childhood up until my teenage years. Mm -hmm. So like from being born to like 13 is just a big ass blur to me. Yeah. So like, for all I know, I could have been to Florida and just <laughs> don't even remember it. Your parents have, are hiding it from they, you? Like, there's no pictures anywhere. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, for all I know, I have a brother. Yeah, Who, exactly. Knows? 
It's me. Evan. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was like, I, I just learned that that's not normal. I, a, a whole bunch of people I've talked to in my adult life are like, you don't remember things from when you were like two or three. I'm okay, like, but... I don't remember a single thing from before when I was two. My brain was Seriously. not. Was are we the not, same person? I think we are. Like, I, I know we joke about this, but the more you talk about like your like thoughts on yeah. things. It's just like, dude, same. Like I came to terms with that when you moved in, right? Yeah, when I when I moved in next door, you were like, we're the same person, pretty much. But we even share the same street. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, but yes. Yeah, so I, I've been there quite a a fair amount of times enough to like, like I said, this last time I actually knew where we were going. Mm-hmm. So we, same deal. We, uh, um. Me and my partner, Selena, we were like, all right, well, we want to take a vacation. We need a vacation. Yep. Um, And we need to go to Disney because uh, uh, my older, uh, I'm just going to say their names. Aurora is the older of the two. Yeah. And she, um, she went when she was really young, which of course a girl her age says, oh, I remember everything, but they don't remember right right um and then the younger daughter audrey she hadn't been and selena was like we need to go while she's still young and can still enjoy enjoy the magic of it yeah not that aurora won't but right she's older so she's i mean the the time of magic's passed now 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 they have everything they have stuff for adults now so it's like yeah, everything's enjoyable no matter what age you are, and maybe, even if you're not a Disney adult, right? And maybe some people think that takes away from the magic of Disney, of because it's supposed to be you know towards child towards kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, hell, aren't we all kids at art? Just Pretty much, yeah. As long as they don't break the illusion, yeah. Um. So we uh, uh, made it work. Mm-hmm. financially we um like i said we were graciously allowed to stay at my grandparents house so we didn't have to pay for that so we were able to put most of the money towards the the parks yep um put my step my murder shed on hold uh we were going to put in a new nice a drain in the middle of the of the floor to catch all the fluids oh um i was going to put up soundproofing we oh. decided to put that on, on yep. hold yep um for the record this is all a joke it's really just my study where all my stuff would go. We're, we're going to renovate it, but we're putting it off so that we can go to Disney. So we did. Um, and the funny thing about my partner, she went to Disney apparently when she was a kid and she absolutely hated it. Oh, um, traumatic experience. Yeah. Or for, for reasons. Okay. Um, but she did not enjoy it. And she was like, as we were getting closer to the vacation start, she was like, I mean, I'm going to have fun, but those are the two days when I'm probably not going to have that much fun. Yeah. Um, it's just stressful. You go to Disney as an adult with kids. It's not the same as going as a kid. It's oh, way yeah. more stressful. Um, so she was kind of dreading it coming up to it. Um, and, of course, there's always the thing of how you go to you go to Disney, and it seems like the majority, 90% of the trips that people take to Disney either go really well or really bad. There's no in between. 
it's always like it went off great or it was a complete fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. What helped is that my younger brother had just went to Disney earlier 2022. Yeah. And his trip was a complete disaster. <laughs> so if we have, we do another Disney podcast and we have Connor on, he can talk about that. But, <laughs> uh, so we, and then we, he told us that story of how it was bad. So of course she was going into it and like, and I'm sure it's going to, she's like, I'm sure the same thing's going to happen to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we scrounged enough to make it to two parks on different days Yep. with a day between, which was really nice. Cause we had a day to just like recover. Yeah. <laughs> we went to uh magic kingdom on a Tuesday and then Hollywood studios on a Thursday. <clears throat> we said we'd go to magic kingdom for the for the girls, I mean they'll they'll enjoy both, obviously. But you go to Magic Kingdom for the magic. Yep. And then, um, obviously, as I've said on this podcast, and everyone knows, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and uh, I've actually turned Selena into a pretty big Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "We'll go to Magic Kingdom for the kids. We're going Thursday for us. Yeah, because we're going to go to Star Wars Land. Yep. And I've been ever since it opened. I had dream dreamt of going to Star Wars Land. Galaxy's Edge, for people who don't know. The Star Wars section of Hollywood Studios. Um, I don't know if we want to do another podcast where I actually go into super in-depth about the trips. I'll just give you the overview. Uh, it went off with 99% positivity. It was a It was a blazing success. And it was mostly because of me and her planning. Yeah. Because I about two or three months before we even bought the tickets to Disney, I downloaded the app and studied like the, the map, the, the map of the, of both. Play- well, not so much this magic kingdoms way bigger than Hollywood studios. So I didn't have to do it for Hollywood studios, but magic kingdom, I charted a fucking route. So we hit all of the rides in a continuous circle. So we're not missing anything. Yeah. And what the wait times were average, I averaged out every day. Like, okay, the last week, the average wait time for this was like an hour. So we need to hit this at this point because the uh, the wait times are less on that day. Well, then we'll go by here and I could see here there's a restroom. We'll take a restroom break right here and then we'll go to this <laughs> next one, which is on this way to get to the other side of the park. Wow. I had this shit down to a fucking T. You Dude, were You were super prepared. I was super dad for that fucking trip. <laughs> And she took care of all the planning of like uh, the complainy shit that kids go through when they go to a theme park. That I'm hot, I'm tired, I'm hungry, all that. She shit. had the bag prepped. She had the bag. She had the snacks, the the decently healthy snacks. She had snacks that she knew were like okay health wise, but also like kind of filling. Yeah. So they weren't asking us to buy yep. twenty dollar ice cream cones every five minutes. Yeah. She bought cooling towels that you like get wet and then you put over your neck and it actually works. It cools you down. Yeah. Which is funny because I never get cool. I'm always hot. Right. Especially when I'm standing in ninety degree weather. <laughs> this shit worked. She had a she had like the uh this like this compact like shoulder mounted cooler that I got from work that she had like perfectly stocked with everything right with water and foods. This trip, I kid you not went off so well. I, we could never plan it again. It was one of the most fun experiences we've had as a family. Yeah. And Selena said, leaving Hollywood studios, which was the second park. She's like, 
if we could go back tomorrow, I would, which is not something she was going to say at the beginning of this thing. Right. She was like dreading it. She, and she said the entire way home from Florida, she's like, we need to, we need to go to, I would just, all I want to do is go to another Disney park. And she's like, that's insane that it's that big of a 180 from my childhood. Yeah. I mean, I think anything like that, as long as you have an idea of what you're getting yourself into, because, because don't get me wrong, like even like smaller parks and stuff like for when I go, I mean, I haven't been in years, but Cedar Point, for instance, which is one of Ohio's uh, bigger roller coaster uh, theme parks. Oh, uh, the America's biggest. Is it really? Pretty sure. That's okay. America's biggest theme park. Um, roller coaster. Ro- roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, like, if you don't, and and I'm assuming you guys didn't, but did you guys have like the fast pass and stuff like no. that? No. We. Yeah. So you. So you waited it. in line, and yeah, were they? they were not bad not bad and because we were so well prepared the waiting really wasn't that terrible that's good the worst the worst of the whole trip uh for both parks was obviously um once again i'll get into the actual like ride at some other time but um rise of the resistance which is like the big ride at um the galaxy's edge of hollywood studios that's the longest we waited in line, and I believe that was somewhere between two forty-five and three hours. Gotcha. Um, so it definitely—I mean—it felt like the longest, and a lot. There are big portions of that queue, that wait line, that are outside, so that kind of stunk. But yeah. like I said, we prepared, and we were cool. So, would so your favorite part? was the galaxy's edge is that fair i don't know i don't know man okay answer me this okay is there now a harry potter section of universal studios okay yes and i've been to that as well i think i don't know what year that came out but i wanted to go to that more than anything Mm -hmm. just because i'm a potter head you know like loved everything Harry Potter movies, the books, you name it. Like play the video games. Yep. All I wanted to do because I had heard they were gonna do this. Like, you go to Ollivander's, mm-hmm. like wand shop, and yeah. get a freaking wand. Like that would yes. have been awesome. And that's like that would have been something that I would have I would have proudly put up like on a mantle somewhere. Yeah. And just said there hey, there's my wand. Yeah. And and the fact that Disney has like now that they've got Harry Potter, they've got Well it's Universal Studios. Universal Studios. Yeah. But like we said, yeah. All kind of under the brand of Disney. Universal now. Really? They're separate a completely separate park, yeah. But erase everything I just said. <laughs> but they yeah, they they're in the same quarter, so they compete a lot. Oh, okay. And, like, Star Wars was pretty clearly, like, the Star Wars land was in, was a direct competitor's call to the Harry Potter land. Yeah. Because Harry Potter came out first. Um, 
Man. And that Ollivander's thing, you do, but it's not like it's like a it's not like it's an event or an activity you do. You just you can go into Ollivander's shop and then just buy a wand off a shelf. Whereas like I don't know if uh, do you know about the lightsaber shit in no. Galaxy's Edge? You go to Galaxy's Edge. You go to a and, and for those of you who don't know, Galaxy's Edge is is a fully immersive part of the park. You literally walk through a tunnel to leave I'm do putting air quotes up, leave Hollywood Studios and enter this Star Wars universe, this planet called Batu, where like the first order is first order is the bad guy, the stormtroopers, um, and they're patrolling the streets of this like planet where people are selling things, and like you walk through a market and there's people selling Star Wars merchandise, but in universe, yeah, and you can go to this place where in secret, um, uh, an old Jedi will help you build your own lightsaber. That'd be pretty sweet. And it's so immersive that you like you put it, you literally assemble it yourself. You find your crystal, yeah. You put it together in a fully customized with parts that you want to choose, and it's so immersive that if they have, um, actors, yeah, like stormtrooper actors walking by, they'll like push you aside and hide you so you don't get caught by the stormtroopers. Huh. And then when they leave, they'll have like market like like stalls in the market that are selling rebel Alliance and resistance stuff that when the first order comes by, they will literally close up the shop real quick until they leave. And then they'll open it back up. So they don't, it's, it's <laughs> insane, dude. It is physically insane what they've done at this park. Okay. I have to ask. Yeah. Can you buy the lightsaber that you made? Yeah. That's awesome. You keep it and you get to, f if there's no stormtroopers around, you get to just fight with people with their own lightsabers just right outside the Millennium Falcon. That would be cool. The full-sized, with sound and rumbling <laughs> Millennium Falcon. And it's funny because, like, like I said, they have actors walking around as stormtroopers. And if they see you with lightsabers, they'll like... Um, they'll like aim at you with their gun or something? No, they're, they're not allowed to do that. It's oh. too aggressive. Oh. But they'll like... And they can't even talk. They use pre-recorded messages. Right. Um, so they'll like tell you like to put those toys away. They'll like they'll act like well, they're not real lightsabers, they're toys. Yeah. And if you go up to one and say, like, hey, I'm a Jedi, they'll re respond with like a pre-recorded response of like, sure you are, <laughs> and just walk away. <laughs> so they have they've thought of everything to get around like the customer thing that would make it not real. Yeah. To make it real. It's it's insane. We we didn't unfortunately we didn't have we couldn't scrounge up enough to do the lightsaber thing too. It's like two hundred dollars. Yeah, but uh, I mean you get your own customized lightsaber after it. Yep. Uh, I think there's is it from Finding Nemo? Is that it? Like I've seen videos of an interactive like you talk to the turtle from Finding Nemo. The whoa crush, yeah, um, like the the hundred year old one. Yeah, maybe. The only thing I can think of is that they have what's called the Monsters Inc. Comedy Night mm. thing, where they'll have the characters from Monsters Inc. like on a screen, screen. and they'll talk to you, and because that's like they have literal comedians 
they've hired to like do banter with the audience. So that sounds funny. that sounds really similar because this one was just like little kids could ask Crush his name yeah could ask Crush questions mm-hmm. and he would respond back with the answers yeah and I was like that's kind of cool that they've like they're able to animate and have someone do voiceover yeah. for it like as it's happening kind of they thing. They did it somewhere else with a an animatronic Mr. Potato Head. Oh. You could talk to Mr. Potato Head and Dude, he would respond. Didn't that guy die? Don Rickles? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um and then they do they have it at Universal too. They they have a a whatever what do you call that a spotlight moment or they they call it something else at Disney but like a character interaction yep where like right outside the transformers ride where you have like a person in this giant costume of like megatron or optimus and you can talk to them and they'll respond that's sweet so so kind of talking about the customer or the the interaction with the characters i guess mm-hmm. uh, i think this used to be a thing but it's not anymore because of like the outfits the costumes, I guess, getting, like, ruined. The Toy Story characters, I guess, used to, like, if you said, like, Andy's coming. Yeah. Yeah. They would drop to the ground and pretend like they They're were dead. toys. Yeah. Or like they were toys, you know? Yep. And I guess they stopped doing it because people kept saying it so much that it was, like, ruining the costumes. the costumes. Yeah. Well, I was like, man... And, and and maybe that's just like okay so you've been there more than once mm-hmm. and you remember most recently the one that you just did but like yep was there any main differences that you noticed besides you know of course certain attractions being there but like like differences with like when I was a kid yeah like well, ironic that you just said that. The biggest difference is that there's hardly any characters. Oh, so there's well, even even normal even normal and it's not I mean, I'm sure they'll say it's because of COVID. Yeah. But like they still have characters. They're mm-hmm. just there's hardly any hardly of them. Hardly any of them. We got pictures and that 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 was when I said 99% positivity, that was a pretty big one that was a letdown because the girls were very excited about getting pictures with like some of the Disney princesses. Yep. The only character that we found that we could take a picture with were the two evil stepsisters from Cinderella, Oh, which sucks, but they were also really funny and the girls kind of walked away with it. They're also side characters. Like, yeah, man, you, you want a main character. But we walked, the girls even walked away from it going, yeah, they were, they were really cool and funny because they would like act like they would act bratty, like the stepsisters, but like, not insultingly bratty yeah or comedically bratty i guess you'll say it's really really good but yeah no and star wars that was one of their big things with star wars land is that they'd have star wars characters walking around they had they had a couple stormtroopers that would pass through every once in a while and we like a fucking bigfoot sighting saw chewy walk through a crowd towards the like the actor area and out of the public area <laughs> because they were um i had gotten aurora hooked on star wars before we left yeah like she for some reason i think they they watched star wars at like a family thing because everyone in my family likes star wars yep and aurora was like i want to watch them all now and i'm like 
my daughter. Thank the Lord. So we watched all the Star Wars, and she loved them all. So, of course, and Audge watched some of them, too, but she wasn't as excited about it as Aurora. But they were both really wanting to see Rey, who, for those of you who don't know, is the main character from the sequel trilogy of the Disney Star Wars movies. Yeah. Um, but even her, we, we caught her walking out of the actor area, and she wasn't, like, stopping to talk to anybody. She was on a mission. Yeah, she was doing something, and we called to her, and she saw us and waved, and that was the best we could get. Yep. But that did stink because they were looking forward to a lot of the characters at Disney, which I feel like a lot of kids associate. We don't so much as adults, like you don't go to Disney for the characters. You go to Disney for the rides and shit, but as kids, they really like the characters. Yeah. I think, I I mean, I bet COVID really just put a big hamper down on all interaction with, with the customers Mm -hmm. and the characters and, it's really unfortunate because, like like I said, you want to interact with a main character. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming they still did, like, their shows. Like, like I remember, I, I feel like I remember them doing, like, where they'd have, like, a little stage, but it wasn't, like, a, it wasn't, like, a big thing. And they would just do, like, a little bit or whatever on the stage. And then they would kind of like go back off and do their own thing afterwards. I I didn't see too much of that. Okay. In Magic Kingdom, like I said, we only got pictures with the evil stepsisters. Yep. When you there is a small, like fifteen to twenty minute thing at the beginning of the day in Disney, or yep. like an hour or so after they open their doors, so everyone's in the park, mm-hmm. where they have all the main Disney. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, they come out over on this like balcony attached to the train station type of thing that you walk under to get into the park. Um, or the monorail. I don't know I don't actually know what part that is, but they all go out on a balcony, so you can't go near them. Yep. But they all wave to you in welcome. And then probably like twenty minutes after that, they the only other thing we saw was they had a huge like double decker bus but like a fancy one that's like gold and intricate gotcha with uh, a bunch of the winnie the pooh characters and mm. they they get, girls got a kick out of that because they really like winnie the pooh but i was like yeah there's no there's no planning out talking to jasmine and aladdin and yeah Anna yeah, and elsa i've i just feel like the 90s and 2000s disney has been it's such a different change now because like just thinking of like, cause there's always, I shouldn't say always, but a, there's TV shows from like the early nineties that I remember where they did a Disney episode. Mm-hmm. Like I specifically remember, okay, not to sound kind of weird, but like full house. Okay. Yeah. Full house had an episode where they went to Disney world. Mm-hmm. Um, family matters. Had an episode where they went to Disney World. Like, everyone was doing episodes where, like, where they would go to Disney World because it was the place to be. And it was just, it blew, like, it made Disney seem like this is where dreams come true. Yeah. And they had to have, I mean, they definitely did that on purpose Mm -hmm. to boost sales going to Disney and whatnot. And 
now it's like you can't do the same boost that you did back in the day because you go there and you're gonna be like this is nothing like uh you just showed us on your trailer of going to disney world you don't get to eat ice cream with mickey yeah this is because he just wandered into the ice cream this is bullshit i came here to see mickey which i don't know where it is i don't remember filling it out but i do remember us having an autograph book when i was a kid where because you would buy autograph books that are just blank and you'd bring them to disney it'd be disney themed autograph books and they would you just try to fill it out with everyone who's there and i remember there was a some restaurant i think it might have been right at the entrance mm-hmm. where like uh a lot of like people who they wanted like to have a sit down meal that was one of the like three places you can do it in the park cuz the rest are kind of like stall kind of like yeah. things but uh like a they di- were, like a dining area like yeah. a little small dining area yeah. this is one where you'd like have to have like a reservation if it was yeah. like the supper time around that time um but I remember that place had, like, that place was always bumping with characters. They would, like, just walk in and walk table to table and just talk to you. And if you had an autograph book, they'd sign it. And that just doesn't happen anymore. Because yeah. who knows if we'll ever get it again. I think if they do a big push uh, for, because they're going to they're gonna realize that they're going to need the characters back. They're, I mean... Maybe they'll, maybe they'll start looking into like making stuff futuristic, where it's like hologram type things, you know, like characters and whatnot. Yeah, it sounds like, sounds like it's something they would look maybe at. look into. Because I remember uh, thinking back now. I remember going and we did like a night show thing, where they had a like fountain. Where like boats were like going around on the wa- water, and they would shoot water like from a waterfall, and then they played a video onto, onto the, water. the water. Yeah. Um. They had a bunch of water shows like that when we were. And. In that just popped back into my head as a memory because I think we must have went to it. For some reason, I. I remember going. I remember walking down, at night what looked like just light city because it was like i don't know if it was christmas lights or if it was just regular lights but there was lights everywhere above us and like around us and man i'm like i said i have a terrible memory but when those random thoughts come back of like oh yeah i forgot i that was a thing that happened Mm -hmm. it's just it's, it's a weird it's a weird flashback i guess cuz it's like did i go there like <laughs> did, did i actually go to disney world or or did, did i just read about it and i thought or, i did or is this all just a simulation well i had that thought cuz like i said i i don't remember watching that water show mm-hmm. but i know for a fact it exists cuz i've seen yeah. since i've seen it online since then just watching it because we the only show we were able to catch was the one free one which is like the end of day fireworks show they do at the end of every day. Yep. Which my thought after that was over was how much explosives do they go through okay. every year at Disney? Do you think 
that secretly, if if we were to ever to go into like World War Three, okay, mm-hmm. wild take here. Yeah, uh, Disney would support some of the ammunition for like <laughs> for dynamite and, <laughs> and TNT because, like you said, they have fireworks. Not every, I'm, I'm maybe maybe every every day. night every night. They're not reusing fireworks. No. They're getting this these explosives somehow. So you're telling me that they have enough for probably if at least a 15 minute fireworks show. Uh, I'll say it's it was 10. 10. Okay, yeah. even still, even, 10. Yeah, I'm not. 10 minute fireworks show where they probably go pretty hard. Fills the entire yeah. sky with light. It became day for quite a few minutes there. Do you know how much money that probably costs? Disney, you don't have to do this. Like, (laughs) maybe do it like once a week. You could save yourself some money, hire back the characters. They they might do it every day during the summer. Okay. I don't know. But I, I remember reading, though, that they do it every single day. We don't know enough about you, Disney. Yeah. Come, come on and, and tell us. I know. I yeah, exactly. Come on, Walt. Bob Iger. Come we, on, <laughs> Walt. We know. We know your head is frozen, waiting to be dethawed. <laughs> come, come on to our podcast and explain to us what you were expecting. I was not able to locate Walt's frozen head, or it's also a myth that his head is a bust uh, on the haunted mansion ride. That is also not true, mm. unfortunately. But uh, I did uh, take a picture. I didn't take any pictures of me, but I got a picture of Selena and the girls right in front of the the Walt and Mickey statue, yeah. which is itself right in front, has in the background Cinderella's castle. I was like, that's cool. I just, I had a, I had a blast, man. I just remembered the, uh, do you ever see the robot chicken uh, Walt Disney thing where like they put his head onto basically the the spider looking metal thing from, <laughs> from toy, toy story. story and then he like goes for some reason to cuba and just like starts like chasing after this little kid. little boy yeah. oh my god i remember that yeah oh my god yeah i do i, I remember watching that oh uh, that was that was good stuff oh Man. but yeah um what Disney character would you fuck? <laughs> and why is it Jasmine? <laughs> uh, are we are we are we about to do the of a Disney character questionnaire here? What Disney character do you think you are? Evan? Do I think I am? Yeah. I'm going to go with the most relatable option. The one that everyone's going to be like, yeah, I'm a little bit of him because of Evan's reason, which is I'm probably Simba from Lion King because of my crippling fear of responsibility. Simba. Wait a minute. That's not the take I was getting from that. (laughs) If I could just, I mean... For all problems that aren't related to childcare, yeah, obviously. But all of my life's problems, if I could just run away from them and not have to deal with it, go live with Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, listen, Simba, I I understand. <laughs> I get it, man. 
That's but you also, in the end, realize, no, you got to face your, I mean, maybe not face your past, but you got to face your problems head on and that's, solve them by tackling them, not avoiding them. That's, that's, I, yeah. All right. All right. I like that. That's good. Uh, Either that or Aladdin to be rich. <laughs> He was technically a street rat. Yeah, that's true. And then became rich. Prince Ali. Which just goes to show you, if you marry into rich money. Famous is he. You're very Ali good. Uh, but I, both physically and mentally, am, I think, Sully from, from Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. That's a good one. The big blue... What would John you, Goodman. What would you what would you even call him? Just like, monster dog bear d- thing? dog bear, bear dog? yeti character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I would say that I am I'd agree with that. Solly because I am big like height wise, yeah. big yep. size wise just in general. And while I have been known to be like I have been scary to some people before. <laughs> yeah. uh, those people know who who they are. Who they are. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm also like the the not to sound fucking cheesy here, but the mm-hmm. the gentle teddy bear kind yeah. of kind of scenario. Yeah. Um. So that would probably be. My closest description. That's funny because I was going to say the next question should be who do we think the other is? And I was going to say you strike me as a Baloo type of guy. And I think Baloo walked so Sully could run. Okay. I truly believe Who that. is Baloo? Baloo is from Jungle Book. The bear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. technically the bear, Little John from Robin Hood because it's the same. It's the character. same character just yeah. without the clothes. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> man I was either, so for myself it was either that it was either Solly or it was Wreck-It Ralph Wreck-It Ralph? yeah those were the two for me yeah um, which they're they're kind of the same sort of yeah character but yeah yeah man you want me to guess what you would be? no I just okay. wanted to say that line about Baloo walking so Sully could run. Cause you you just wanted to sell. If I didn't say that on the podcast, I was just going to end it all tonight. So. Oh, God. I get to live another day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You my. can quote me on that, people. Baloo walked so Sully could run. Okay. Um, So I could toss a question, a, a, a slightly different question. Okay. Which is, who is your favorite? It's a two-parter. Who's your favorite Disney character in any of the movies, live action, animated, anything? And but you have to give me just Disney, and then give me one for Pixar, Disney Pixar. You think I have the mental capability of remembering which one's Pixar and which one's Disney? Because well, then just uh, I'll I'll try my best. Yeah, I'll I'll um, veto it if it's both. So I already kind of just said it. Um, my favorite character is actually Wreck-It Ralph. Is it really? Because of the freaking line he says. Is that John C. Riley? Yes. Yeah. 
he says the the line at the end of the first movie where it's like uh and I'm going to butcher this line but it's like I'm bad but that's good I'm not <laughs> or something like that yeah and, I, I remember that and uh, the line the at the line. end of the movie as like he's falling like basically sacrificing himself yep I was like man that's a good dude. That's a good guy. That's a good dude. Like, yeah. he deserves so much better. And then he gets saved. And like, oh, yeah. Just because you are a bad guy doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you are a bad, bad guy. guy. Yes. Thank you, Zangief. <laughs> Thanks, Zangief. Uh, did you like uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2? I did. Um, It did wasn't... Uh, I want to say it was close to the first one in how much I liked it, but mm-hmm. it didn't quite meet it. Hit it that. was, it was, yeah. it was very close, but I'd I definitely liked the first one more. So you, you, no one can, no one can deny how it might've been a little cheesy and, and campy and cliche or whatever, but how epic that scene is where she stumbles in on the room with every princess in it. Yeah. You're just like, this is cool. This is a really cool thing they did. I know it's Disney, so you, you can expect it, but yeah. it's really cool. What up? What about you? What's she, what's your favorite Disney character? Well, for the record, I'll let, I'll give I'll say mine so you have time to give your other one. You gave a Disney, so now you have to think of a Pixar one. <laughs> Damn it! I wanted out of that one. All right, let me look. My favorite Disney character is uh it's actually a two-way tie between the two main characters from my second and third favorite disney movies weirdly enough um and that is milo thatch from atlantis the lost empire that's good and quasimodo from hunchback of notre dame both are the stereotypical geeky social outcast Mm -hmm. that ends up being a pretty good person at the end and i always loved how uh quasimodo doesn't get the girl in the end but he still is like aware enough about himself to be like i still got the happy ending yeah obviously and we're not counting hunchback 2 as anything that that never had that never happened okay so for a second the drop in quality from the first to the second hunchback movie that's a crime really is a crime wow like i don't think you can even do that and you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to do that make one movie that's really good and then just ruin it i'll say that my favorite movie is treasure planet my second favorite movie is atlantis and my third favorite movie is hunchback my favorite disney music Mm -hmm. in a movie is by and large far and away hunchback the, the music in hunchback mm-hmm. is like genius level music both in the universe of the of the of the movie yeah. both in the universe of like it being movie music and in the universe of it just being straight up notes on a page it's all genius there's a tiktok that uses one of the uh one of the uh audios from from that and it's I am deformed. I am deformed. <laughs> and it's and it's, it, and it's like it's 
it's just a mirror version, but it's straight down uh, the face, and the person's like looking normally, and then they just adjust it so they're like looking off to the side, and it and it mirrors yeah the look, so yep. that it looks like they're cross-eyed and all sort of messed mm-hmm. up in the face. And I am ugly. And I am ugly. I no joke. I could sing every word to every song in that movie right now. Mm. Back to back. All I right. Fucking love the music of that movie. And I love Milo Thatch because of the same reason. He's just he's some gangly fucking dude who can't seem to do anything right, but in the end he pulls through and saves the girl, and he's just a good social outcast turned hero archetype yeah but those are my disney do you have your pixar yet i i do but that's only because i didn't know this was pixar apparently incredibles yes is pixar yeah i did not know that mm-hmm. uh jack 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 yeah i love jack jack dude Imagine being literally a baby and having the superpowers that everyone wishes they had. Yeah. Just literally he kept, kept just having more and more powers, especially in the second one. Uh, Like that would have, like if I I know he's like, I know it's a baby, but like. He'll grow up. But just the fact of if they ever made like an Incredibles three where like. Okay, Pixar, listen. You're not allowed to steal this unless you give me some of the royalties. But uh, imagine this. Uh, Incredibles 3. Mr. Incredibles retiring. Has a retirement party. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And Jack-Jack is now like a teenager. That would be great. I th- I just think I could I could see a lot of... Crazy hijinks going on. Uh, What happened to Dash and Violet? Oh, see, Dash is in college and Violet's married. Oh, gotcha. So, so I'm assuming the the conflict of the movie in tying with Jack Jack's character. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like Father of the Bride, but Incredible style. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) I sold. Where he's just like. And then, and then we go to find out that, like, he's marrying, or she's marrying, like, Syndrome's second yeah. cousin or something Some like that. Some yeah. villain that... Ex-villain. Yeah. He's like, he's not really a villain. He's reformed. He's changed, man. He's changed, yep. dad. He's changed. And then he's just like, cons- okay, this is actually, this is actually yeah. the plot. Then he's, like, wanting to come out of retirement to figure out what the hell's going on with this boyfriend yep. slash fiance of and at that point both outcomes are still cliche yes. either he's he at the end he turns out to still be a villain or in the end he's a hero and he saves the family and then yes. mr credible goes you know what you're not a villain you're a hero <laughs> it's like jesus christ how can both directions be cliche <laughs> so yeah uh pixar uh, there you go. Jack there's, Jack. There's, That's a good choice. There's, there's a, there's a good thing. And then like Jack Jack just gets, hit. He has to like save the family with the fiance. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's. I some... guess his shtick is that since he has a whole bunch of powers, like he doesn't control which one 
comes out so yeah. he has to kind of make do with whatever superpower comes out and probably by then he's got maybe a little bit of control on him yeah. like you can figure out how to do them all but yeah there you go there you go pixar there's brad your idea. bird are you listening brad bird <laughs> make incredibles three there you go uh okay pixar for you my favorite pixar has been this my favorite since 2012 which was the year it came out merida from brave all right. She is one of my favorite characters in like anything. Is it because she's, she's so, a redhead? Yes. She's, she's, I'm getting the representation I deserve, Greg. <laughs> Finally, a redhead. That <laughs> Which is, is funny because she still gets clowned on by everyone. <laughs> right, right. A redhead that is brave and literally the name of the movie. Yep. Yeah. But she's, uh, no, she's fucking awesome. And I know at this point in time, it's cliche that like, at the end, she doesn't choose a man because she don't need no man. But when it came out, it wasn't really that cliche yet. Uh, and it was, it was. I will say it was refreshing that she didn't have, like, they didn't shoehorn some yeah. McLaughlin kid who was less powerful than her. But he ends up sacrificing himself for some fucking stupid reason. And then she so, discovers her inner power. And I'm like, just the plot of that movie is just really good. Have you noticed... And maybe I'm just looking too much into this. Disney movies, as of late, there hasn't been, like, a true love Disney movie in probably a long time. Where the movie's central like, theme is love? Like, like where, the where, where the man and the woman end up together and, you know, and they fall in love madly, you know. There, I don't think there's really been no because Frozen like went the opposite direction. Like I don't need love, I just need family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the second one, I guess you can say, is about the main character is Elsa, but the main love. But I mean, it wasn't the main character. No, the main so, conflict of the movie wasn't the love related thing between yeah. Anna and Kristoff. It was like a side thing. Because like the but, whole. Yeah. The whole thing back in the day was true love conquers all, yeah, you know? Of course. Like, that was, like, Sleeping Beauty, like, true love's kiss wakens, mm-hmm. w- awakens the princess. Yeah. Uh, and then throughout, like, the years, they just would k- kind of fall back onto, well, the two end up happily ever after yeah. together. They haven't done one of those in probably... A while. I'm trying to even think like what, like the movie you just said, Brave. She doesn't end up with a nope. guy. She's like happy to have her mom not be a bear yeah. anymore. So it's like, oh, it's like mother, mother daughter love kind of thing. They so, probably thought that there's enough in the Disney catalog of that happening that they can kind of not do it for a while. I guess if you don't consider the remakes slash live action ones, like, yeah. No, yeah, it's still the same story. Yeah. But, like, yeah, Red, she doesn't really have her main love interest as, like, the boy band that she likes. Yeah. Raya, there's not, there's no men, uh, the, the the next, the two men that she pals around with the most in that is, like, a dude 30 years older than her and a kid, so yeah. there's no male there. It's basically, like, they went away from the true love conquers all to family means everything mm-hmm. because Most I'm, think, of I'm, I'm thinking are... of like Encanto. Yeah. Um, 
Moana wasn't really family means everything. That was just more believing in yourself. Believing in yourself. So like self self love and family means everything. Like that's been Disney's like bread and butter for like the last couple of years. Coco, which does like, not surprise anyone. Yeah. So I don't know. I was I'm kind of I'm just kind of surprised there hasn't been like a are you Jonesing for another classic? Eh, maybe. I'm in in before I get destroyed in the comments. I'm going to clarify this after I say it. Okay. But I'm actually kind of wanting them to give us another st- original story where the main character is a dude. Because yeah. it's like, when's the last time we've had that? And I know, I know. I, I get that, yeah. I mean, I would even say a lot of Disney stuff, it's pretty equal. Like, main characters being mm-hmm. male or female. Um, which they might just be saying, like, hey, that's what's... St- I mean, they can't say it was Star Wars either. Ray's been the main character for the past yeah. three movies. But the like last... MCU, the Marvel, it's like it's mostly men as main male characters. So I feel like the last male main character was Coco. Yeah, I didn't see Coco, so I don't... Coco's a good movie. Is it? The music alone in that movie. Soul. Soul had a... Soul... That was good. I didn't see Soul. Soul was great. Um... There was what Inside Out that was like, or, yeah, that yeah, the emotions yeah, and stuff. That was, that was female. That was female. Encanto Mo, or Moana, Frozen Two, Frozen One. Yeah. Uh, I guess The Incredibles Two came out around that time, and that Bob's the main character in that. So, well, technically Chippendale Rescue Rangers. That's true. They're chipmunks. That's true. My my itch is scratched by Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Where one of them is CGI and the other is traditionally animated. Uh, Did you know that? Yeah, I saw. I saw that. You watched they, it. They, they they make. I didn't watch it, but they make fun mm. of it. It's like, yeah, I got the upgrade or yeah. something like that. Because <laughs> yeah. the one, just, which I will admit, CGI. is pretty clever. Yeah. Um, Lightyear. I, I heard didn't watch that, Lightyear either. I heard that was not great. Yeah, but, me too. But that's one that's I guess it's, it's a guy, but it's a toy, which. But it's based off the guy, so... Eh. It's not... It's not... I want, like... When I say original story, I mean a story where everything is contained in the movie. Lightyear is an original story, but it's 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 based off the background of a character that was made, made for a from different a different movie. movie, yeah. I want one, like, kind of like... I guess, like, Encanto. Encanto's completely original, right? I'm pretty sure Encanto's not based on... I feel like Encanto's pretty original, because they had uh, the guy that wrote Hamilton... Yeah. Write that. So, um, but, 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 Moana was the girl. Big Hero 6. That yeah. was 14. That's based off a comic book. So, somewhat not of an original story, but I th- I guess people would say that, like, the comic book was so little known that it basically is an original story. Yeah. But, God, Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, my. Onward. Got Onward was in there somewhere, and that's got. Male. So I guess, yeah, Wreck- I guess there's been quite a few. Ralph but. 2 would have been probably the more recent one. I guess I'm talking more, which I guess Onward does kind of s- scratch that itch. Onward was the uh, Chris Pratt yeah, one. Yeah, D&D. Movie. Yeah, I watched that. That was good. Yeah. I like that. But I'm, I'm talking more like... You want an original idea 
where the guy's the hero. I want I want a story that is like the Hobbit in nature. Okay, because that's kind of like what Moana goes on is. an adventure. Huh? Goes on an adventure. Yes, and they step outside their door, and they have to go on a perilous adventure, like Moana did, mm-hmm. or Elsa did, or uh, I mean, that's pretty crazy to think that Encanto pretty much entirely takes place inside the house. Holy shit, that was Disney. The what? Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Well, Oof. it was just, I think it was distributed by Disney, but. Oh. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm just. Oh, that's a good final topic if you want to, you want to, or even just another topic if you want to keep talking let, afterwards. Let's, let's talk. What do you want to talk about? What is the scariest moment in a Disney movie? Okay. Now Whether I... it was from your childhood or not. I guess technically that that I just said. Roger Rabbit? Roger Rabbit, where at the end he... Yeah. Chris, was, it was Christopher Lloyd, right? Yeah, it was Christopher Lloyd. And he takes off his thing and you find out that he's been a tune this yeah. entire time. And, he uh, starts melting. He starts and like, melting and he turns he into this big old green goop. <laughs> oh my God. Also, Disney, what were you thinking with... Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Was yes. that like your? Was it was a great movie? I love the movie. Yeah, uh, it's 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 one of those that I had the the VHS of. Um, but like normally, you're like not one to break out of your shell. I'm like pretty sure there's cussing in that movie. Probably um, some PG cussing, like. Damn like in hell. Like the, the the main guy is like doesn't take shit from nobody kind of kind of no, he's de- a hardline detective. Hardline detective. And then you just have all of these characters that are from all over, literally. And then this one chick that for some reason you just decided to make super hot yeah. and make a lot of kids question things. Like yeah. But Disney had a lot of did a lot of sexual awakening for a lot of people. I mean, yeah. Jessica Rabbit, Lola Bunny, yeah, Shigo, Kida from Atlantis, yeah. I mean, basically any of the princesses probably have quite a the mom from Mrs. Incredible, the mom from uh, <laughs> or, or the Incredibles, Incredibles, like the aunt from Big Hero Six is apparently a huge one. Yeah, on the like like why. I don't know. Why are you sexualizing all of these characters, know. Disney? The mom. Take it take it easy, internet. It's like oh like all the girls out there are like, I wanna I wanna have the, the Disney mom shape. <laughs> yeah. Just the, the unrealistic the unrealistic hourglass figure. Yeah. Uh but that's so interesting. Uh but yeah, no. Uh back to the question at hand. The end of that Who Framed Roger Rabbit was definitely a very scary scene. It was, it terrified a lot of people. Yeah. Would you say the same for you? Uh, it's, I'm just quickly looking through just the, the titles of the movies to see if I can remember anything scarier. Cause it was that, um, yeah, it was, it was that I distinct, remember as a child 
it didn't really it, it didn't scare me per se but i i felt very uncomfortable watching the monstro section of pinocchio mm. which is why i probably didn't like watching it when i was a kid which is why i didn't watch it for a very long time which is why when i watched it as an adult i was like oh my god this is way better than i remember <laughs> yeah but i remember yeah I remember, and and the whole donkey island par- portion of or the Whatever that island, they bring the kids to the island and they yep. turn them into donkeys. Turn them donkeys. That was very scary for me. Yeah. Especially because most of the transformations happened off screen and in you silhouette. Just... So you just saw like the light of it and that freaked me out way more than if you just showed me the kid turning into a donkey. Yeah. Because that's good filmmaking. So. So before you mentioned uh, the one your favorite animated show from Disney Mm -hmm. uh, not being on Disney plus. Nope. So uh, I actually had a coworker tell me that we were talking about, because I mentioned we're thick. We're talking about Disney tonight and she's like, Oh really? Like, did you know? And then she told me this, uh, there was a movie, an original Disney movie uh, on Disney channel called under wraps about the mummy the mummy Mm -hmm. you cannot watch the old one on disney plus but you can watch the new one on disney plus a new one apparently i that's what she told me was that you can't watch the old one apparently there's a new under wraps disney oh yeah 2021 yeah and then there's an under wraps 2 so 2022 that didn't take long so i I guess what's wrong with Under Wraps? Like, did did something happen in that movie? Do I need to go back and rewatch Under Wraps the movie and find out why it's not on Disney Plus? Uh, you can watch it on Google Play for seven bucks. I remember that movie. I remember thinking it was kind of grody. I didn't like looking at his face. Yeah, it was just <laughs> like a little disturbing. Now that I, now that I think about it, there was a. Um, I don't know if these might not have been Disney. Was Alvin and the Chipmunks Disney? No. It wasn't. No, it was. Uh, but I used to see it. Like, if I knew if I saw the name of the production company, I'd know it. I feel like I used to see it all the time. Talk about the one where they're, the cover has them all as classic monsters, like a mummy and a Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was one specifically where, like, Theodore turned into a werewolf. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching that. That was always a fan favorite that I liked. So, but yeah, I Disney has definitely Dis, D, Disney has been around way before we've been born, and it will be around way after we're gone. And the people that are like, Disney needs to do this. Disney needs to do that. We don't need to. Disney can do whatever the hell they want, apparently, because they know how to make money. They know how to keep stay alive. Along with any other company in their tax bracket, they can do whatever the hell they want. They're at that level of fuck you money that you could they could go you could go up to them and just be like, "Hey, I think you should do this," and they just look at you. Yeah, get out of my sight. It it seems once again. I know this is not the rule. It's just it's what on the surface what it seems like. 
it seems like the majority of Disney's money goes into the development of other things for Disney. Because that's what their business model is. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then they can they can squeeze every cent out of me. Because to me, it's 70 bucks a year for Disney+. Plus. Unfortunately, I know that they're a multi-million dollar company that can afford whatever they want and they make trillions of dollars but i can also afford 70 dollars a year so i'm going to watch disney plus yeah and they're going to use that money to make disney plus shows and cool fucking ass shit for the galaxy's edge and make continue making their goddamn hotel where you get to be in star wars for a ho- for a night yeah at this hotel yeah or whatever else they're trying to make and like we haven't even we haven't even talked about it, but I know we will at some point down the line. Like they now own like the rights to the Marvel movies and stuff like that. Um, the Simpsons is like on Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, they. Um, I've been the, watching that. The amount of shit that they now have the rights to is absurd. And I'm almost positive if Disney wanted to, they could put maybe not Hulu or maybe not Netflix, but they could uh, probably knock out some of the smaller streaming services and just absorb all of them. And they wouldn't even bat an eye. No. So it would be a normal Tuesday for them. Yeah. And and I mean the same. When when did they get the rights to Star Wars? Was that like twenty twelve or twenty thirteen? I was gonna say I thought maybe a couple of years after I graduated high school. So yeah, yeah. They, they have they, the rights to ESPN. They, they have the rights to Nat Geo. Yeah, they have enough money to almost buy anything they want and still have enough to like start their own like side business off to the side where it's just like Disney Ocho or something like that. <laughs> Disney Ocho. Disney Ocho. Just news about Disney. Yep. Oh, but Yeah. And I know I know that it kind of labels me as a pleb and a sheep, but as long as they keep making stuff that I like, I'm gonna keep paying for it because that's yeah, how this business model works. I mean, I, the only way I would not is if they were to some, for whatever reason, raise their prices to a point that I can't afford. Then I'd be like, all right, well, I can live without Disney. Or I'll just go to my mom and dad's where all of my VHSs are. Because those are with me forever. Yeah, the... Uh, some of those Disney classics probably got to be worth some money nowadays. Uh, I mean... I know they were on VHS and outdated, which I'm not saying some people, if if you're 18 or older, you probably don't know what a VHS is. If you do, I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some who have never seen a VHS in real life. Yeah. They probably know what it is, but like, they'd be like, I only thought I'd ever see those in a museum or something. Like, yeah. That's bizarre. Mm. Here I am with my 30 movie collection of Disney stuff and I'm just like yeah. you will like this. Damn it. <laughs> this was before your before your Disney pluses back in my day. Yeah. Yeah. You get the cool 
Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get that with Disney Plus. Yeah. Although, I'm just waiting for the day that they can implant a chip in my head and then I don't have to watch TV anymore. It's just, oh, boom. You you saw the movie. You saw the movie? <laughs> it's just in a second? Im- implanted into your brain. That'll be that'll be a thing, and then like watching movies will become like outlawed. <laughs> yeah, watching movies will become outlawed, and it's like no, the only way you're allowed to get new information is if you get it downloaded, and they'll like <laughs> they'll hide all the li- the the like the movie galleries and the video squares and the family videos. Yeah, they'll, they're all they'll black like, market. They'll all be like. Hey, buddy! You, you want wanna, one of these? And they you want to buy Oliver and just, Company on VHS? <laughs> you want to? You want to watch? Are we there yet? Uh, Dispatch. We've got a code three hundred one. We've got someone watching Mulan two on VHS. I'm gonna need a couple cop cars out here. Oh no! Oh man! If if that's what we got to look forward to, I'm just gonna. St- stick to my disney plus and my netflix and yeah don't get me wrong a movie collection's great i've got a few box sets that i hold true to my heart but the streaming service is just it's too convenient it's too convenient too easy i don't have to get up and press a button yeah literally well for me it's convenience and money like, yeah. if I was rich, I'd buy, I'd have physical collections of everything I like, but. Yeah, even the characters from the Disney shows. Yeah. Just like, just put them in, put them in their own little like boxes and be like, all right, stand there, stand don't there. move. <laughs> You're only, you only got to stand there for eight hours. I'm paying you to stand there. And you just yeah. have all of the main characters from like, even Stevens. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf is in the corner like, <laughs> let me out, please. <laughs> Well, that's funny because I actually, uh, I it came up with this thing because that reminded me because one that is true because I used to be a really big stickler for having physical copies of everything. Yes, I I wanted the big collection, and it's crazy how much that has. I've relinquished on that in the last like year or two, just because like digital games are so much cheaper oh yeah and you don't have to i mean it's not even the convenience i don't mind the inconvenience of having to get up and put a disc in but it's also the fact that i live in a pretty small house so i'm not going to make my Mm -hmm. video game collection which already doesn't have a spot Mm -hmm. bigger yep if i had money i could have a bigger house and have room for everything but it's just not a thing and that reminded me, um, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I came up with this thing when I was, I'm watching movies. Because uh, I, you may remember me bringing up a little app called uh, CLZ Gaming App. Yeah. I also have the movie one. <laughs> That's for, I do the same exact thing. I mean, I don't do it as often because I probably play more games and watch movies. Yeah. But whenever I watch a movie, I put it into that collection and, and like do the same thing. Like favorite character favorite performance, favorite music, blah, 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 and give it a rating and all this stuff. And the list of movies that I've watched was getting bigger and bigger um, because I didn't put in movies I already watched. I started from a point, and I was like, if I haven't seen it, or if I've seen it but I haven't watched it since getting this app, I'm not putting it in yet. It's when I watch it for the first time after getting the app. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was thinking, I was like, 
one of the things I was going to do for, I think I said this on the podcast, I was going to do for series gaming when I beat a game was I was going to like get into 3D printing yeah, and like 3D print something from the game. And that would be like my memento of playing the game. And I was like, I want to, I'd like to do that with movies too, but it'd probably be really impractical. So I came up with this like story idea of like, I call it Willow Prop Manor. It's this like fictional house it's a fictional mansion. It's enormous. And every time I watch a movie where the rating is like a six or higher, like six out of ten, six, mm-hmm. sevens, eight, nines, and tens, mm-hmm. um, I have to choose something from that movie, an item, and that gets transported to the manor. And I'm slowly filling up this giant mansion with just classic movie props and shit. Mm. And they all go into like their specific little rooms that is like designed for like, oh, there's the laboratory. That's where all the like electrical and shit like the all spark from Transformers is Hmm. and the Iron Man suit and all this shit. And then there's the the weapon wing where like Luke's lightsaber from star Wars is and Aragorn's sword from Lord of the Rings. And then there's the tunnel of motion where all like the vehicles are. So like fucking millennium Falcons in there and hmm. the goddamn, the yellow Fiat 500 from Lupin the thirds in there. And it's like, I'm trying to figure out how I can turn that into a story of like a dude who has a house that's just full of like all these movie props, but I can't for the life of me come up with like a story behind it. Man, I was like, maybe I'm, I can make it in Minecraft. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of what you'd be be able to do in that situation because it's like you would have so many. Like, okay, imagine this is my story for you. Okay, shoot. Uh, you now let's let's keep it along the Disney lines. All right, mm-hmm. you walk into this house. And we're going to call this the Disney house or something okay. like that. Now, whenever you touch a prop and you say something specific or if maybe even if you just touch the prop, mm-hmm. you get transported into that universe of like whatever movie, it's whatever from. movie that's from. But like you are thrown into the the main character kind of thing and you the the movie goes on as like you are constantly effing everything up (laughs) so like aladdin doesn't save jasmine uh like roger rabbit is killed uh it, it and you just keep going through these things and then eventually you just have like literally you're in Okay, this is all coming together. You're mm-hmm. in the wizard's house from Fantasia. Uh, Yen Sid? <laughs> yeah. You're in Yen Sid's house, and you've literally just, like, you've f- fucked up everything in his house, and you have to, like, work with him to fix like everything. Like Mickey did. Yeah. The... Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, God, that's... Is that a game? It is now. No, we're gonna make it. No, no, you you said in like dis like Mickey did. What is that off of? Oh, like Mickey, like how Mickey fucks everything up in Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh yeah, he steals the hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like that, but like hell, that it's that that'd be too long. You you can't do a movie. You gotta do a TV show. Do do a TV show. Oh, I thought you were going game. 
no, no, no. We're going to do a TV show okay. and, and you're getting thrown into every every single universe and like every room is like a new, a new, uh, like not chapter, season? But, but a new season. And it, so it's like Disney meets Quantum Leap meets Doctor Who. Yes. That could be a good show. Yes. But it would have to be made by Disney. Yep. So that we could afford all of the different licenses to get all these different yep. movies. Sorry, Disney, this is going to have to be an original idea from you. Yeah. Uh, this is also, this is our audio patent. Yep. So you audio can't patent. steal this and say we didn't make it. Correct. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Disney, uh, sponsor us. So. But yeah, uh, it's actually quite fun to to do that and just come up with this giant-ass list of of, like... Props. And you know I'm going to go into it whenever we do a club episode on, like, a specific movie. Because mm-hmm. um, I only do it for movies. I don't really do it for games or TV shows anymore. But yep. And I was thinking, like, I told you I was getting into whittling. Yep. Which I haven't done yet. It's only halfway through January. Evan, it's been 17 days. I've still got 11 and a half months. But, uh. Yeah, if you keep saying that, it's never going to get done. <laughs> then Evan. you have one month and then it's over. Yes. But by then I'm into horseback riding or some shit. Well, but uh, you're a bit big to be a jockey. <laughs> I was like, maybe I could like whittle, because I can't get into 3D printing. That shit's too expensive. Are you gonna try and whittle characters? Well, I should try to just do a little statue of like either a character or an item from every movie I watch. But I, because I don't watch that many movies, mm-hmm. I don't have the time. Yeah, I, I, I watch maybe like. Averaged out, I watch maybe a movie every, like, week and a half to two weeks. Mm. I play a lot more games, which really just amounts to maybe, like, an hour or two at the end of every day. Yep. Before we go to bed. Um, so I don't really watch that much, that many movies, so I feel like I could not get overwhelmed and be like, well, I watched Pinocchio a week ago, and now I've got four statues to make because <laughs> I haven't finished the one from Pinocchio <laughs> and I watched four movies so I'm fucked well start with something easy yeah just be like alright let's start with the beginning scene of Pinocchio where he's a block of wood <laughs> <laughs> this is my statue of Pinocchio this pre- is this puppet. is pre-puppet Pinocchio <laughs> I hope you like it yeah uh, Oh, boy. For those of you who are wondering, we are going to be talking about Disney a lot. Yes. Just like how we're going to be talking about other topics a lot. Yep. We're trying to keep, trying to find ways to whittle down the time a little bit because we know that it's a little bit long, so we're going to... This episode will for sure be several parts. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're going to, we're going to call it for this for this, for session. this session this recording session uh, disney is not over but this disney session. is not over it will forever live on in our hearts and in our soul we have a uh, we have and a lot in to future talk episodes about. like i said we 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 have i would love to talk about like the history of disney mm-hmm. like cuz i'm a i am a huge fan of walt disney the person yep um like the the actual development of the parks the different rides of the parks i can go more into depth about like my experience at the parks last time mm-hmm. um like i said we didn't really delve at all into like marvel or star wars yeah but i guess those will be separate podcasts but mm-hmm. so we got a lot more to talk about with disney 
Disney, you're not finished with us, and no. we're not finished with you. I haven't been finished with you since 1993, probably. Yeah. We are calling it for now, but we're coming at we're coming back for you. Yeah. So good good episode. I mean, pretty long, but like I said, going to be broken up. Yeah. So and if it weren't late, I could keep talking. Because <laughs> I fucking love talking about Disney. I mean, I am mentally and physically drained. Yeah. So. But this is the part where we play the outro. Is that good enough? Yeah, that's, that's good. Only the end or Prince Ali song, yeah. so I'll just pitch tune into the, the, <laughs> the next door nerds theme song. <laughs> next door nerds coming to you on a podcast. Genuflect. Oh my god. <laughs> All right.